Okay, what's up? This is this week's Saturday Night Contest. Uh, today is July 26th. Uh, that is, yeah, I believe, yeah, July 26th. And I've got uh, Danny Garcia on the phone. Danny, can you hear me okay? I can hear you perfect. And I also have a special guest that was unannounced, uh, the incomparable Dan White. Dan, can you hear us? Yo, yo. And Dan White apparently has a girl's voice in the background, too. <laughs> Um, what's, what's going on? Nothing. 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 Um, so I believe before we start this, um, we should explain why and how Danny, Dan White injured Danny Garcia's foot. He did. I too an, took an axe to him. It was an accident. Dan, yes. It was not an accident. Dan White did it. Uh, d- d- uh, Danny, do you want to explain what happened? Uh, it was uh, it was just a freak accident. I was uh, taking a photo for uh, for Blaine for uh, some publicity shot type things, and uh, tried to climb down off of the sculpture and slipped and landed on uneven ground, shattered my heel. So now I'm. Uh, it was bad. I got really <laughs> nervous. He complete Garcia. You completely blacked out for a good I five seconds. Out. For a good five it was, seconds. No, it was a little more. It was probably a little more than five seconds. It was probably like ten or ten seconds. Yeah. So, I, I I don't know. It was just it was it was. I was worried. It was pretty bad, man. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I started laughing though. That was the funny part. You laughed. If yeah, the funny part is you got up and you started laughing about it. And everyone was like, "What?" He goes, "What's wrong?" And I said, "I broke it." <laughs> that was your response when you broke uh, a bone in yeah. your body. You laugh. You yeah, know? I like fell down. I started laughing, and Dan's like, weird. "What's wrong?" I know, it's, I broke it's, it. it's like human, weird human response. Like if you see something that's like kind of crazy, you laugh. Like if it's a like if I see a good trick, I laugh. You know, it's it's weird. I guess it's the same thing when you break a bone. I I wasn't aware of this. If you break something, you laugh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's just it's funny. I don't know. It's just because it was it was you know I don't know. It was just funny to me. And I, yeah, I've always I, had like a, I've always had a pretty high pain tolerance. So when stuff like that happens, it's always like, well, yeah, this kind of sucks. And so Dan, like, well, I yeah, that's Dan, that's the first thing I said to. You. I was like, uh, you know. I'm usually used to Garcia being able to handle a lot of pain, but I could see in his face that this was an unbearable load to, you know, have to deal with. So Dan White crazy, carries man. Danny Garcia on his back across the country. Is what happened. He did. Although it was pretty far, man. That was a that was a far place, a far little little trip there that you carried me. It was like you have to understand the place that we were, like the where we parked. It had to be a good. Do you feel like a quarter mile deep? Yeah, it was it was a good distance that that uh, we were carrying you. Yeah, and they like and I tried to walk at first, and I took a couple. St- I tried to hop, and I took a couple steps, and I was like, "Yeah, this is yeah." No, work. Danny wanted to to truck it the whole way, but the craziest part was the, the people praying over you. That was intense. The what? I think it might have worked in the hospital. Oh, the hospital was crazy. So, oh, what happened in the hospital? Crazy stuff. <laughs> do I want to know? Do we want to? Trust me, no one's listening. No one's listening. This is between you and I only, and and the internet. No, I can't. I can't really. It's more of a private conversation. I can just tell you. Yeah, that. yeah, we can't really talk about it. It was just crazy. Okay, it was just crazy. It was I'll like, assume it was, that Dan White ran around naked in the in the hospital. Is what I'll assume. How, did you tell him? Yes. What? Did you tell him, Garcia? No, I haven't told him yet. About Danny I'll, I'll tell him later. It was yeah, it was crazy though. All right, I'll I mean, it was you. it wasn't like it wasn't like extraordinary. Like 
insanity. It was just it was it was very funny to me well, I, and to I, a specific group of people. Well, I know uh, minorities. Uh, I know one story we can we can tell is uh, the story about uh, in front of the MGM theater in Vegas two weeks ago. Oh, I did get I did get hit on in in <laughs> the hospital. <laughs> you got hit on. That was funny. I was not aware there was any male nurses working in uh, Texas hospital. Yeah, it was Bob, and man, was he sexy. <laughs> um, no, no. Remember, remember, Dan? Dan, you remember that, that mom that came up, and she's like, I just want to let you guys know that my daughter here has a cr- or thinks one of you is hot. And then she, like, yeah, that, over that to me, was... and, and then she goes, and she also would like for me to let you know that she will be legal in two weeks. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Oh, great. Great. It was. It was actually Miley Welcome Cyrus. It was Miley Cyrus, wasn't it? <laughs> no. Oh, why do you go through? Oh, come on. Anyways, so anyway, uh, Dan. It's, I know Dan White. You have to go in a second. So um, we'll get to any other questions I've got booked up for Danny. Um, so I say, what else? We'll do. We'll be doing another uh, Theory Eleven Roundtable discussion sometime whenever we can. What, fit what in. were you? What were you talking about? You said that we can tell something. Oh, I was going to talk about the uh, the story in the MGM. The uh, in, with the, with the small child, the small boy, we were standing in front of the theater waiting for Chris uh, Kenner, and it was me. Oh, in front of the after. Yes. Oh yeah, after the show. Yeah, and we were standing there, and uh, it was me <laughs> and Dan White and Danny, and we we're just standing, and then out of nowhere, a rogue child, who it must be three feet tall, no more, very small. Oh, who else? Somebody else was there too. Who else was there? Oh, there was another person. Um, Katie Eggleston, I believe. The incomparable. Yeah, and so we're, okay, just, we're standing. We're standing in like a circle, like a huddle, like a footballish huddle. And all of a sudden, a small child, like must be four years old, five years old. It's like really at least uh, forty pounds. <laughs> at least forty pounds. Uh, like barely touches Danny's leg and brushes his leg. <laughs> immediately, immediately. Danny falls to the ground as if he is in great pain, screaming, and there's hordes of people that coming out of the Copperfield show, all staring at Danny on the ground in the fetal position, cowering in pain. <laughs> and all of us are ironic to have known that, uh, him. what happened later. <laughs> and, That's what it was. And the, and the, and the these child, are all signs. Yes. I've, I've, looked, I've noticed this. That I had all these signs. Basically, you reacted to, to the me. broken heel before it happened. This was a week before Yeah, that. I had all these signs that told me that this... Have you ever seen the the movie Signs? Yes. It was nothing like that. No, but, but it was. But, but it was. A but sign. I did get signs like this, like me falling down with in pain, and then there was another sign of Signs something. Was a, Signs was a great movie. It was almost as good as Open Water. Um. <laughs> that was crazy. Vegas was fun. I had I had fun with you guys. No, no, it wasn't a great movie. Not to get way too off track that we already are, but I saw um, that new movie Step Brothers last night that was not uh, not that great. I watched it. Last are you night. joking? That looks like it's going to be hilarious. It was funny. It just wasn't uh, it wasn't the funniest movie I've ever seen. Will Ferrell's obviously hilarious, and I thought it was going to be as good as like Super Bad, etc. But it really wasn't. But The Dark Knight is incredible. So anyone out there listening that has not seen The Dark Knight, did, did yet, you see that question yet? Yeah, I did. It was, it was, I like actually forced myself because I had to go to surgery in like three days. Right. So I forced myself to go see it before the surgery because I knew afterwards I was going to be in pain and all it really that. It really was incredible. Get. Like people say, yeah. you know, what would you be if you weren't a magician? And honestly, I'd want to be Batman because that was really freaking awesome. I loved it. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. You want to be Batman? Yes. Well, you know what's funny? You want to know what's funny too is you just said that 
and whenever you came to the MGM, you were wearing a Batman shirt. I really was, and you liked my shirt. You were like, I like your shirt. I remember that was the first thing you said. And this, by the way, to everyone and, and it, it also it also said, you will break your heel, Danny, yes, on the back I, of the shirt. I was a soothsayer. <laughs> you know, this was the first time that uh, after phone discussions for approximately five years, I had actually met Danny in the flesh, in person. Um, yeah, that was the first was our first face-to-face. It was very intimate. It was very heartfelt. Anyway, um, Dan, I'll let you go uh, and so we can get to some okay. questions yeah, from I gotta the, go. uh, the people. I'll chat with you later, and thanks for uh, chiming in. Dan. No problem. Dan. Nice talk to you, Garcia. I'll be calling you soon. Yeah, give me a call. Uh, I'll be, um, oh, yeah, I'll be at my apartment with a broken foot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You'll be at the dance. Cool. <laughs> my schedule's pretty All clear right. for about the next six months, so. Cool. Talk to you soon. Cool. Okay. Right. Danny. Okay. Danny, we've got uh, a bunch of questions. I've just selected some of these at random-ish uh, from forum members. I'm trying to just get a good mix of questions so that everyone's right. kind of uh, spoken for and everyone that uh, submits a question, obviously I'll, I'll say their name before the question. And these aren't necessarily the best questions. I'm just going through the ones that caught my eye. Um, are you going to say their names or are you going to say their handles? I'm going to say their hand, well, their usernames, their handles, if their you will. Their user handles. Which I believe right. is okay. the real names. I believe this guy's real name is Magician DM. Uh, his first name is Magi and the last name is Shin DM. So I'm pretty sure it's his real name, Mag- Magician DM. And he so asks. The first question is from Magician DM. Right. right. Magician DM. And his question gotcha. is What got you started in magic? What was the first trick you saw that you can remember which got you into magic that got you interested? Um, I don't remember the first trick, but I do remember it was uh, it was David Copperfield. I do remember that. Uh, my family was always really big into watching uh, magic specials, and uh, I mean, had my my parents were magicians or anything like that. They just really enjoyed it. And I remember sitting down watching Copperfield with them uh, and thinking, "Man, that, that looks like it's really fun." And so, uh, so I went from there and just uh, my my grandma. Yeah, I think my grandmother got me a magic. Yeah, my grandmother got me a magic set. Then I just went from there, man, and just kept going. So, yeah, it was Copperfield. I don't remember what the trick was. I do, like, the earliest. I, it's like the old Copperfield, though, like, with, like whenever he was doing, when he did, like, the dancing tie on on the special. Dancing, and, dancing uh, ties is actually back in the show. Yeah, yeah, I saw yes, that. Yeah, I saw him last time I was in Vegas. Um, next question. Yeah, see, the, the only thing with that, though, real quick, is uh, this is just a public announcement. Uh, I love DC's show. But, listen, man, I mean, if you're making, like, millions of dollars a year, just get rid of the 1980s glitter curtain. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. There was glitter curtain? There was a glitter curtain, man. I do not, I do not remember this. I, w- I will assume it wasn't there. Or maybe it was, a, it was something you saw with your eyes that was an optical illusion. It was pretty funny, actually. It could have been I the drugs, everyone. I, I looked at Dan and I said, there's a 1980s glitter curtain. I was like, Copperfield's got, like... All this awesome stuff, and he just busted out the Danny, glitter. Curtain. Danny, that wasn't a glitter yeah. curtain. It was actually made of solid gold and diamonds and platinum. It's probably that actually probably was. <laughs> That's funny about it. <laughs> um, next guy asks is his name is a uh, dollar sign oldier, like as in sol- soldier. Um, and this is post yeah, dollar sign oldier. Okay. His post is number thirteen, and he's asking, "What do you consider your style to be in magic, and how did you come up to come up with it? Like, what was your inspiration for how you perform or how you think?" I'm not sure if he's asking from a performance point of view or from a uh, creation creative point of view of how you're coming up with your style of effects but what is what is your style uh we'll kind of touch on both of those um i don't I, I really can't take my style i know that uh 
I'm, I really, I'm, I really dig like just kind of that organic kind of situational type setting. You know what I mean? Like not having, you know, too much, not making it seem like there's too much pre-thought, you know, going into what effects I'm going to do. Kind of like it's just happening just with the things around me, you know? Right. Uh, which I think, which I think, you know, some of the best magic is, that's what, I think the people react to that, you know, um, that's some of the best magic that people react to. Right. Uh, as far as, as far as performing wise, man, I just, you know what? I'm, I'm a big, uh, I'm a firm believer of just being yourself and just kind of having fun, you know? Uh, I know a lot of people try to go into characters and, you know, they, they say the characters are, you know, are kind of one of the things that it's a must. And I don't believe that. I think that, I think that, you know, if, if you've spent, let's say 18 years of your life being yourself, why try to be somebody else, you know, whenever you're going to perform? When you know you're the, you know you know yourself better than anybody. You know what I mean? Right, and it's it's uh, it's kind of emphasizing your own personality. Which, as a funny aside, was the only time I saw Danny break his personality was when we were getting a reservation at a Japanese restaurant in Las Vegas, wherein Danny oh, was, used a accent, and not only did he use it for a minute of trying or trying to get a reservation at this five star restaurant. Danny kept up the accent while talking to this woman for about an hour and a half when we came. <laughs> So it just shows commitment to character. Whether it's Danny's character or not, doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know, well, that, I mean, that was just me having fun, though, too. It's, it's I don't true. know, life's too short, you know what I mean? Life is, <laughs> we only have so so many years on this, you know, this place. Why not have fun, you know? Exactly, exactly. Um, this question is uh, kind of uh, might be hard for you to answer because he's asking, uh, well, let's get to it. The guy's name is Hijacked Magic, um, and he is located in your computer, he says. Uh, the post is in my computer. Yeah, his location in the forums is in your computer. He says you are known as one of the most innovative minds in magic today. I've always wondered if you can answer this. We'll still wonder. What is your favorite trick out of all the ones you've created, or to make it easier, which do you perform the most? Man, you know what? It changes. That's the thing. That's what's funny. Like I go through phases. You know what I mean? Like I'll go through something where I was like, man, I'm really glad I came up with this. And I and I, then I perform that, you know, like over and over. And then, you know, a month will go by, and I'm like, man, I'm really glad I came up with this, you know? Well, you're uh, kind of testing out and experimenting with new material as this develops, and obviously there's a natural favoritism towards something fresh and new uh, when you're yeah, playing exactly. with it. Yeah, you exactly. Know, I, I, and, and maybe not always fresh. Like, uh, recently I've been doing something that, that I came up with. Uh, man, it had to be at least a good seven or eight years ago, um, and I just forgot about it, you know? And I, uh, I re- uh, something sparked my memory, and I was like, "Man, that was a good trick." I, like, I don't know why I don't do that anymore. And recently, I've been I've been doing that um, lately. So, next question. So, yeah, so it, I don't. It's not really a. It's not really a. Uh, you know, just a one answer thing. It's always it's always changing, and you know, hope, hopefully, always evolving. You know. Right. Um, next one is asked. This is from Jack O Spades Nick. So I'm guessing his name is Nick. He's in North Carolina, um, the Outback. He says, uh, when going out to perform, how do you keep away the nerves since you're really lively and energetic, which I can attest to having seen you uh, actually speak before in human form. What? <laughs> He's saying, how do you keep away the nerves? How do you, uh, you know, uh, be so extrovert with your, extroverted with your personality and make sure your personality is coming through and you're not nervous, um, especially when you're performing? Think, you know, I think I, we all get nervous. I mean, everybody gets nervous. You know, you just have to kind of learn to control it and and just kind of learn how to how to push it aside. I mean, a big thing for me is just, uh, you know, I don't, I try to go in and it's thinking, you know what, I, I know who I am and I know, I know my abilities and, you know, I, or what I'm capable of. 
and so I'm going to go ahead and stick with that, and then you know maybe push the envelope a little bit further just to you know just to experiment. But you know I just know I know if I'm myself and if I'm just you know if I can just be a people person you know and just just try to communicate with somebody, actually listen to what they're saying, actually have a conversation with them, that you know nerves really it's it's just like. It's just like having a conversation. I think about it as having a conversation just with a friend, you know. And I don't, um, you know, you don't get you don't get nervous having a conversation with just you know somebody you first meet. And I don't know if this affects what what he's saying, but like he's saying, you know, I guess the guy the guy's question is, how do you not get nervous in approaching people or talking to other people? And one thing I noticed about you is uh, you engage with everyone around you. Like for example, the yeah. kid, you know, the small kid and his parents in front of the MGM theater, uh, having a you know, when we were at dinner, when the the woman's asking you to like remove your hat, you're talking to her and trying to like you know play it up with her for five minutes that no one else would have done. No one else would have engaged with these people in in that that level. Of, or they wouldn't need it to. So you kind of engage with people in your everyday life, which uh, might have some play into how comfortable you are in front of people that you don't know in general. Yeah, perhaps. Definitely no. That's, I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, that's a big. That's a. I think it's a big thing is engaging everybody everybody around you. We all. It's you know it, it all goes back to it has you know it all goes it has nothing to do with magic you know it all goes into just just you know people Be, people themselves you being know? a person yes and yeah and just be yeah no seriously yeah just being you know just being just being somebody that that people might enjoy being around you know or something you know I'm, like in Ocean Eleven you know they they were talking about I can't remember what scene was they were talking about how you want to you know you want to you wanted to be I think it was, you know Matt Damon wanted to be you know just just enough of of you know, just enough of a person to where people will forget him easily. You know what I mean? And and with me, I want it to be just the opposite of that. You know, I want it to be where you know that one thing where where somebody would be like, oh, you remember that one time that guy? You remember that guy? You know, and just kind of trying to stick in somebody's head. Yes, I think uh, that woman at the uh, works the reception at the restaurant in Vegas is still remembering <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that was fun. Um, Next question is kind of interesting. This is way opposite field, but this reminds me of kind of when we were in Vegas. It was the first time you met Andre Jick. Um, yes. And so this this question is kind of aligned to that. His name's S Villanova. His post number is uh, sixty nine, and he's asking, uh, "Do you like cardistry flourishing?" Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, I mean, what's wrong with it? What, what, are, what are your thoughts on it? What do you think of it as a performance art? Are you into it? Do you practice anything or? I, you know, I don't practice a lot of it. It's just, in, I mean, it's not nothing against it. I think it's great. I love, uh, you know, like whenever I met Andre and all the stuff that Andre was doing. I mean, it fascinates me. And I look at, you know, I look at the technique and, and the skill that it takes to do that. And I appreciate, you know, the skill that it takes to, to do that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of like an art form, you know. Um, and, you know, Dan and Dave, the first time I saw Dan and Dave do their thing, it was just, you know, it was just amazing to me. It's just like, wow, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know that, you know, cards could could move like that. Just like you know, seeing somebody yo-yo, like you know, you yo-yo your whole life, and then you see somebody who actually knows how to yo-yo like crazy, and you're like, well, you know, I didn't know that this one thing could do so many, you know, so many possible possible moves. And so I don't I don't have anything against it, you know, at all. I don't. I think it's great. I think it looks great. I don't. I think that people, you know, I don't know. It's they, we get so uptight, you know, about how you know this isn't magic and this isn't magic, but it's all you know, it's all on the same page. It's all entertainment, you know, and that's what. That's what makes us, yeah, exactly. That's what makes us good. You know, I mean, that's what that's what makes that's what makes our art form, you know, so so unique. You know, we interact with people, and we, you know, they get to see something, they get to break out of their shell, and they get to have fun. No matter what happens, people always need entertainment, no matter what it is. You know. 
right? Whether you are anything, a flourisher, magician, etc., you're still making an impression on someone else. I think when you see someone exactly. like Andre and watching them, you, you can't help but like just smile, knowing because no one's born just being able to do that stuff with cards. You know that there's so much practice and and uh, skill involved in what he's doing. It's it's just as like inspiring if that sense of wonder as a great magic trick is. It's just like wow, exactly. is kind of can't help but yeah, be impressed. I definitely, I definitely agree. Um, this is a great question, and something I think is everyone has been waiting to hear the answer for. It's by Cringe Magic Twenty Two, and on behalf of Wayne, who is now in Vegas shooting this week, um, did you ever figure out what that thing was that flew in your eye while you were filming with Wayne Control? <laughs> yeah, it was a bug. That's what it was. It was a bug. I knew it from the beginning. That's what it is. Wayne will still deny it, but I swear to you, it was a bug, and it hit me in my eye, and it hurt. <laughs> Not as much as a broken heel, but that little booger, I swear, it hurt. Um, a question from Roberts05 on the same line as that. Uh, what's the funniest memory you have with any Theory 11-related person? So is there a funny story you can relate to of, uh, of meeting Wayne or anything Wayne Houchin-related? Funniest? Man, you should have given me you should have given me these pre-questions so that I could have I could have thought about this. What What is a funny... Uh, any story funny... about Chris? Anything with Chris? Because you, you met Chris when? When you were... 15, 16? How, how old? No, I think I was 20, 21. Really? Okay, well, you, Chris, you looked yeah. a lot younger than you did in the, in the Vespa picture then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think I was 20, I think, um, or 21. And, uh, oh, that was, man, I'm trying to think. That's, uh, I mean, everything was, we always had a good, I remember with Chris, we were at, I, I was in, uh, I was in, in, um, Vegas, and I was broke. I mean, I was I was just starting my career. I was like, I was you know, I was taking all the money that I was. What I was doing is I was convention hopping, right? So, what would happen is I would I would go to convention. I would sell um, torn VHSs, right, videotapes. I would sell these videotapes. I'd sell lecture notes. Just I, I didn't have a deal with me through anything. I was just going and just selling them like in the lobbies. I would show my stuff to people, and if they asked me, you know, hey. I, I, you know, do you have anything? I'd be like, yeah. You know, I wasn't like peddling them. I wasn't, you know, like, hey guys, I got notes and blah blah. I was waiting for somebody to ask. I'd sell them, and then I would take the money that I made from that, and I would go to another convention just so I could try to, you know, just try to get my name out there. You know what I mean? And so, uh, so I was in Vegas, and I was broke. I mean, just dead broke. I, I had enough money, probably to buy a sandwich the next day and get home. You know? And so uh, I remember I was Chris wanted to go um, to this restaurant right by his place. Uh, and I was staying with Chris, and uh, and he's you know let's go to this restaurant. So we go to the restaurant, and there's they had video, video uh, poker and blackjack type you know little video gambling things. And uh, Chris, they're playing. He's like, oh yeah, these you know these machines are really good. And I remember I totally didn't want to look just like this this cheap, you know, short Mexican that had no money. So I was like, oh okay, I'll try it. So I pull out a five dollar bill, right? And it's like. Well, there goes lunch tomorrow. <laughs> Just because I didn't want to look that, you know, this is the first time I ever met him, and you know, I didn't know that he, you know, I didn't think he wouldn't care, you know, or anything like that. It's just I just didn't want to, you know, I just wanted to make a good impression. And so I remember I put put it in, and I started playing blackjack, and I remember I won. And Chris goes, he goes, you know, these have the let it ride feature, and he hits the let it ride, and the let it ride, you know, puts all your money on the line, everything you have, you know, your winnings. 
and so he gets it, and I'm and I'm like, and I got it for like twenty dollars, which I'm like happy with, you know. Like I've got twenty dollars now, I can have a sandwich and a Coca Cola, and so uh, so I he hits it, and I'm like, oh, and I like he like kind of gives me this little mini aneurysm, <laughs> and I and I play again, and I win, and Chris goes see, and he hits it again, he hits to let it ride again, <laughs> and I play again, and I win. And he hits it again. He keeps hitting it, you know, and I'm trying to stop him. And it gets up to like $500 off of this $5 bill. And I remember he, I was like, Chris, I'm at, and before I can finish the sentence, he hits payout, the payout button. He takes the ticket, he cashes the ticket in, he gives me the money, he goes, there, you can eat. <laughs> or at least he didn't lose the last hand. That's great. That's how I thought the story was going to end was with Chris losing the five hundred dollars. Oh no, I was so I was so nervous though too. I was just like, what is he doing? What is he doing? What is he doing? Oh, that was crazy. Other than that, no, I think everything else. Uh, I've got some pretty good ones with Wayne. Um, I got a nice, the nice uh, Wayne story with the people trying to break into his house. That was pretty good. Danny beat up a Wayne fleet of robbers. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, that's about it, though. I mean, some, and then the stuff with you guys whenever we're in Vegas. So. Yes, uh, Danny uh, finally convinced me to try sushi for the first time, and I did, and it wasn't that bad, I will admit it. And you've eaten it again, haven't I you? I have. I have had it actually twice on two occasions since since then. Uh, very select. I'm still not a you know full on board with the sushiness, uh, but I've tried it twice since then, especially the dragon rolls. That's what Danny made me try. Oh, good. But they, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, a, was, I'm a sushi converter, man. You are basically. It was, you know, it was you and Dan White and a lot of peer pressure, and I tried it, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be, and I liked it, and it was delicious. So yeah, you have to, you have to, you have to ease into sushi. You can't just jump in. You know? Right. It was, yeah. I, 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 I basically used a dragon roll as a step ladder into exactly. the boat, the boat that is sushi. And now I'm, yeah, I'm in the, the sushi, sushi, the sushi boat. I'm in the sushi, sushi ocean right now. Sushi. You are. Um, is there anything else we need to wrap this up? And for this week, is there anything else you have last words? Any words of advice for people that are in magic right now? Um, thoughts? Uh, haiku that you want to recite off the top of your head? Anything? <laughs> mm, you know what, man? I, you know what I'll tell you? This is this is uh, this has just kind of been bugging me. I was reading just because I, I have a lot of time to read and kind of go online and stuff now because I'm you know kind of I'm kind of stuck here at the house with this broken foot. And so I was reading, uh, I was reading through some posts that some people were making, and you know, I just just kind of seeing, you know, what was going on. I hadn't been online at all, and I read a post, and this kid, I don't, I don't know who it was, uh, but it was a younger kid, and he was talking about an effect that he had created. Um, and I, you know, and, and me and Wayne have discussed this also. Is you know, people send us a lot of effects, you know, to kind of just look at and and say, you know, what is this, and do you like this, and is there a way that I can do this better, and that kind of stuff, you know, and I love to help, I love to help people out. But this kid was talking about, uh, talking about, you know, this effect that he created, and, uh, and these people just immediately just come on, and they're just like, well, you know, we want to see this effect, we want to see this effect, and show us it, show us it, and the, well, they started getting, you know, they start getting, like, kind of hostile, you know what I mean? Like, you know, why, how come you won't show it to us? And it's just like, you know, this, this kid's just trying to share with you, you know, He's trying to get advice. You know, what should I do? Should I sell it? Should I sit on it? Which is, first off, a great question. You know what I mean? A lot of people immediately jump into, how do I market this? You know? Right. And there's so much stuff flooding right now just because, you know, it's it's so cheap to make a DVD nowadays. And, and you know, you come up with a trick and a week later they put it on the market, you know, which is which is terrible. And uh, so that's the first, you know, great question. 
you know, what should I do with this? Should I should I market it or should I put it put out? And somebody comes on and somebody says, you know, the reason all of us want to see this is because, and this is another kid, uh, is because the best tricks in magic are the tricks that fool magicians. And we want to and and we want to make sure it fools us to make sure it's a good trick. And that really bugged me, you know, because that's like uh, it's like it's like you you know you don't you don't get it, you know. It's not that it really bugged me because it's not you know who said that who said the best tricks of magic are the ones that fool magicians. You know, we do magic. That's what we do. We have we have a gift. You know, we we can we get to see the other side. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's not easy to fool a magician, but that doesn't mean the best tricks are to fool a magician. You know, some of the best tricks and some of the tricks that I do on an everyday basis, some of the effects I do on an everyday basis, are tricks that would never fool a magician but get the biggest impact from a spectator, you know? Right. It doesn't and, I mean, this, and, it doesn't really matter what the, what the, as you as a magician, knowing all this sleight of hand techniques and knowing all the stuff that spectators would never know, why does it really matter of what is going to fool you in reference to what's going to fool or make the biggest impact on someone else looking at it as a miracle. Exactly, man, exactly. And so that, and that's the thing. It's just, to me, it's just like, that was just one of the things that just really bugged me. And I just want, you know, just, it kind of made me want to just say, you know, slow down and, you know, take, like rethink about magic, you know, take time to sit down and rethink what you're actually doing. You know, are you, are you out just to fool magicians? Because if so, you're kind of missing, you know, you're missing the whole point. You know what I mean? Right. It's um, not, you know, I it's, see it's, about, it's about spectators and it's about that. It's about those other people and it's about, you know, it's about the layman that you get to smile and the people that you get to, you get to, uh, you know, see that expression on their face. You know, watch the, watch that movie. It was the it was uh, the Prestige. Watch that and watch the very last scene, or not the very last scene, but one of the last scene between, uh, you know, between Christian Bale and he was a Hugh Jackman. Yes. Uh, watch the last scene between them, and that that really sums it up. It really does. You know. And I see. Uh, it, I see the like that hostility you're talking about sometimes online too, and you know I'm not just talking about our forum. I'm talking about any forums um, in general, just online of some magicians that have a hostile attitude or older generation of magicians that isn't open to looking, um, you know, at on open level with the younger generation of magicians and vice versa as well. There's a lot of the younger yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hand in hand. You know, there's also the younger generation that doesn't even want to look toward the older generation. Right, and right, and right. Right, they forget that without the older generation, we wouldn't even be here. You know what right. I mean? So I think you know a lot of what we're trying to do on the site is 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 bringing older generation of magic with the younger and kind of pushing everyone to work towards advancing magic as an art form. And I think a lot of that is letting everyone relax a little bit and think of why is everyone here, why is everyone performing, and then why not work together on trying to advance things and and work together, not be hostile towards one another, regardless if it's, if you know, if you're really advanced and you're talking to a beginner, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. You're all trying to or probably have the same goals and intentions in mind. So why not exactly. uh, work together and be a happy family? Exactly. I totally agree. I could not couldn't express it any better than that, man. Um, other than that, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's that. And uh, others, uh, oh, I put three tricks um, in the August issue of Magic. Um, so it's the uh, I have not seen issue. this yet. I have not seen this yet. I did see the, the covers. Um, I, saw, well, I saw the three pictures that were in consideration for the covers. I did not actually see the, the actual covers as of yet. Of uh, well, they, they, Yeah, they came out. They changed it up a little bit. So, I, I mean, I wasn't real happy about that. But, you know, I, you know, I don't really get to say it. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it's, it's a huge honor to, you know, to be on the cover. Uh, so I stuck a four, it's three effects in one move, um, that, uh, some of them are going to be in the upcoming DVD project that I'll be working on this year, or this upcoming year. 
um, the new three disc set, and uh, the other ones are just stuff that I'm probably going to put nowhere else and uh, just kind of leave it in there. So if somebody wants to check those out, they are more than welcome to. There's some, some new effects for you guys. Yeah, I think you can get uh, Magic. If you don't subscribe to it, I think every uh, a lot of these online Magic shops sell uh, Magic Magazine. I know Hocus Pocus sells Magic Magazines individually. You might be able to get it off of uh, magicmagazine.com. I'm not sure. But uh, if not, check your local Magic shop. And it is now 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, meaning I am going to let Danny, Mr. Danny Garcia go, and we will post this momentarily. But thanks to everyone out there for submitting questions tonight, and thanks to Dan White for giving us uh, three minutes of his, his beautiful time. And Danny, uh, thank you for answering the questions and stuff and letting oh, the no, thank you. members thanks interact. Yeah, awesome. definitely. Yeah, if you need anything else, let me know. Awesome, guys. We'll chat with you all soon. And thanks for listening. And until next week, peace out. Peace.